Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Betting, a Sports Garden Network production. We are your source for sports entertainment, incredible sports intelligence. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Believe in Betting. I am Tom Barton from Sports Garden Network, hashtag SGN, Sports Garden, G-A-R-T-E-N. To get into a topic that I absolutely love to talk about, and that is the Astros cheating scandal. It's one of the worst things that has happened in sports. I'm telling you, I don't overshoot it. And this is a book, Winning Fixes Everything by Evan Drellich, that absolutely uncorks it all. But he's the guy that did it. He's a senior writer for The Athletic. Evan, how are you doing today? I'm good. I appreciate you picking it up in the kind words. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, look, I am a uh, a baseball first kind of guy. I mean, I, that's what I do. I, I'm uh, Obviously, the show talks about everything, but I'm a baseball first kind of guy. And yeah, I, I lean with the Yankees, obviously. But I, I don't think that this gave any kind of, I guess, the, the earth-shattering news and, and even now, the earth-shattering effect that I think it should have. Your book goes into it. It goes beyond just the banging on trash cans. It goes into the entire organization and what it was about the Houston Astros organization. So I got to ask you, when did you kind of come to the realization that this wasn't just an article or a bunch of articles, but this was an entire book and people needed to read the entire story? Yeah, I think I had a pretty unique advantage in, in this whole thing because I'd been an Astros beat writer. You know, I, I covered the team for the Houston Chronicle from 2013 to 2016. And if you go back now nine years ago uh, to 2014, I, I was the first to report about these questions that existed about the Astros management culture. And there were a bunch of other, you know, relatively to this, smaller scandals that, that happened. The St. Louis Cardinals had an executive who hacked into the Astros and got sent to federal prison. Um, there was, there was managerial firings. There, there was a bunch of stuff that happened in Houston. And I knew that the culture was questionable really because of my time as a beat writer and the fact that I hadn't shied away from that reporting back then. So, you know, you, you get to a point where you, you see that not only do you have the science stealing scandal, you have an assistant general manager who was fired, uh, uh Brandon Taubman after a drunken incident. Uh, in the clubhouse where he's yelling at reporters. At a certain point, you go, this, this can't all be accidental and hap- happenstance. And really, it wasn't. Um, it's not to remove personal accountability for people, but there was real cultural elements here that, um, you know, I, I, had, I was in a good position to reveal to people. You know, you, you say on, uh, on the cover of the book, How Baseball's Brightest Minds Created Sports' Biggest Mess. You're not just talking about the cheating scandal, right? I mean, you're talking about what you just talked about. It was a mess of an organization that I applauded for years. I love the idea that they were trading guys, building that farm system. I remember, you know, even a guy like Singleton who didn't work out. I applauded that idea, getting them them in. I liked the new system. It wasn't really the analytics of like Billy Bean. It was kind of a new direction that combined both. I really thought that this was the right direction. And no, the mess is exactly what happened. So the question I'm going to ask to you, and, and normally you should save this for the end, but I'm asking it right at the top here, is did fixing fix, or did winning fix everything? Did it fix anything? Because to my opinion, absolutely not. 
Yeah, I, I, I want people to read it and ask that question to themselves. My opinion is no. And, you know, even though the Astros win in 2022, our most recent champion, um, you know, I think you go through this whole book and see the last 10 years, 12 years of their culture and their evolution. Um, I, I think it's quite clear that, A, there's a lot of other stuff to uh, reckon with besides do they hold up a trophy at the uh, end of the year? And B, you know, one of the lessons for me in this book, and it's not that I didn't know it before, but I, I think it really hammers it home, is how little you know in general about what's going on behind the scenes. You know, team wins the World Series, and there's just a formula now. People will just say they're great, right? They, they, they'll write books about how smart they are, uh, and it's, it's just not a slice of reality usually. Or if it is, it is only a tiny, tiny slice that leaves out a lot more. And, uh, you know, even if the Astros don't cheat, you know, all this other stuff in the book is true and real, and, and it went on, and I, I think would, would make people uh, pause and question what was going on in that organization. So, yeah, I mean, we'll, you know, we're all conditioned this way. What's the goal of sports? It's to win, right? Well, in the 2017 Astros, you have an example of a team that won, and yet that doesn't actually end the conversation. There aren't many examples of that, but I, I hope it gets people thinking a bit. Does, is, is all that matters the end, or does the means matter? I think it absolutely matters. You know, more than anything else, sports are still supposed to be fun. And in my line of work, you know, talking on, on the radio and I do sports betting and all that, it, you, you start to look at these guys almost as robots and you forget that they are uh, and organizations are actually real people. But at the crux of it, it's supposed to be fun. And it's supposed to be guys you want to root for, right? You want to go out there and say, hey, you know what? That's a good team. I like the way they built this. They ruined that. They took that away from everybody. Except, did they? Evan, you've gotten a lot of criticism from people down in Houston. They don't like what you did. They think that you have a gripe against them. I think it's ridiculous. It seems like it's Houston against the world. But even in this spot, even if you're Houston, you got to go, hey, man, we did stuff wrong. I mean, what did you think of, of the fan base that still backs this team? Well, this is fandom, right? It's And this is fandom in general. It's tribalism. It's, it's, and you see it. You know, it bleeds over into politics. It bleeds over into the real world. But in sports, it's particularly extreme. Where people today, you know, there's an interesting media discussion overall to be had. But, um, you know, people just, some people don't really want to read the truth. They, they want to read um, stuff that either validates their pre-existing ideas or is simply just rah-rah rooting, you know. And, and I don't think that's what reporters should do, even in sports. Right. And some certainly do do that. Uh, but, you know, I, I printed stuff that people don't want to hear. And uh, so I, I fully expect those reactions. And, you know, when I was younger, I would argue with people on Twitter. And, uh, you know, I'm at a point now where it, 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 it's a, it, you're wasting your time. Um, you know, if people want to open their eyes to reality, they, they will. And if they don't, um, you know, you can't you can't fix everybody. Well, you guys want to go check him out on Twitter. He's not going to fight with you, but it's Evan Trellich, D-R-E-L-L-I-C-H. Winning Fixes Everything is the book. Go check it out, guys. Um, in the book, you know, one of the things that really got me is, is besides just the cheating scandal, and, um, you know, I know that you had photos of things and firsthand accounts, uh, but that was it. Look, this wasn't hearsay, right? And that's what I think that people need to understand. You're not writing a book about the cheating scandal. Right? You're not writing a book about them banging on garbage cans. This is more of the entire organization and your firsthand accounts. 
that is something that's important. Tell us about that. Tell us how different it is to be a writer or a journalist in this case that is actually writing what you were there for. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the reporting that Ken Rosenthal and I at The Athletic did on the Astros and the Red Sox uh, was based on first-hand sourcing inside the organization, right? It, it is not the case that it wouldn't be news at all if, let's say, I don't know, let's say tomorrow, Aaron Boone decides he's going to say that the, uh, the Baltimore Orioles are cheating. If Aaron Boone gives those quotes, people will run them, you know, because Aaron Boone is saying them. But there's a difference between allegations outside allegation and you know firsthand evidence or confirmation right and so if you have people on the inside saying i know this because we did it not because i suspect somebody across the way was doing it but because i lived it here's what we did it's a very different level of confirmation and proof uh you you know you could get to the story without having people on the inside if you had enough evidence otherwise uh, you know, video, audio, evidence, something like that. It's not impossible, but, um, you know, that's, that's, there, there's a standard there. And the, the book has reporting on the Dodgers similarly. And the, the book also includes allegations, but I think in general, it's important for people to be able to distinguish just because one person on the outside says, says, I think this group was cheating. That itself isn't proof they were cheating. They might've been, they might not have been. Um, it, it, it's, it's, kind of a journalistic threshold and, and just even beyond journalism like like you know how do you know something to be true well did you witness it did you do it um it, there there are there's important distinguishing um it's important to distinguish there is what i would say i i always am under the impression that if you're onto something and people trying to shut you up right then you're really onto something tell us about it to me the most eye-opening part of the book um you know the threats from the organization, things like I will crush you. Uh, I'm, I'll be very reluctant to continue to visit with you if you keep putting out negative inter- information. Tell me how that went, still going into the locker room, still going around the team, knowing that these kind of threats are hanging over your head. Yeah, and, you know, I had left Houston. Um, it, it is an interesting question. What if I had been in Houston and remained in Houston you know, after the science stealing, what would that have been like? Um, I, I had already left Houston by the time the science stealing came out. But yeah, look, anytime you are reporting something people don't want printed, uh, you're probably going to face pushback. You're probably going to have uh, some aggressive words towards you. And this is, you know, it's not unique to sports. The news reporters, political reporters, people deal with this all the time. It doesn't always reach the public, but it's tough. You know, you, 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 um, you got to make sure you get it right. You got to make sure you're fair. You got to make sure you're accurate. Uh, and uh, you have to wade through that stuff. And it's not fun, but it is what goes along with it. Yeah, there, there were there were somebody who, who said to Ken Rosenthal and I, I'll go to the end to crush you people. Trust me, you know. Um, but, you know, we were confident in what we had. It, it was it was accurate. And, uh, you know, if you got the truth on your side. You're, you're in good. You're in a good spot. I mean, I have to ask because uh, I know that I'm going to get the response that, well, you're a Yankee fan, and, you know, you, you worked for the Dodgers post-game show for years in Vegas. And, and, you know, I have my slant. So I have to ask you, why is it worse what the Astros did, in your opinion, than what these other teams are now being accused of doing? Yeah, there's, there's two levels of the scheme. And, and you can have a debate about, well, is any cheating equivalent to any other form of cheating? So if you break the rules in a little way, is that equivalent to breaking the rules in a large way? Somebody could take that stance. Faye Vincent, the old commissioner, more or less took that stance with me. Um, in general, in baseball, 
uh, in my opinion, as well. You know, that's just not the way the world works. We look at severity. We look at egregiousness. Uh, you know, the, the easy comparison is speeding. You can do 90 in a 65. You can do 130, 120 in a 65. And people look at the Astros, what they did is 130 in a 65. That's being a step or several steps beyond what other teams were doing. What other teams were doing was using their video room to decode the signs, and then they would get that information in the dugout, and if there was a runner on base, the runner knew the code, right? So the, the runner, uh, you know, had an easy time looking in at the catcher's sign. But you still had that pretense of a runner, you know, which, which has always been legal in the sport to, to have somebody on base and do it with their, their eyes. Now, of course, the runner already had the advantage of, of uh, the electronics and somebody having decoded it from them. Uh, but you know, the Astros eliminated that, that pretense of the runner. It was a center field camera to a monitor hooked up right behind the dugout in the tunnel. You didn't need a runner on base. You could do it on any pitch. You could communicate. Um, didn't matter what the situation was as long as you decoded the signs. And so it's entirely off the field. You, you are achieving something or, or aiding something on the field entirely based uh, not on the field of play. And what is sports about? It's about the field of play. And so I think that is why most people in the sport, and, and I, I assume outside the sport as well, look at it differently. But, you know, you can have a debate about it. But I, I, I do think uh, it was certainly more flagrant. Uh, outstanding. Outstanding answer, because it really does. It breaks it down to how unbelievably different. Uh, the last question I want to ask you, you know, just because, look, we can end on a good note here. Uh, where are you in spring training? Uh, where are you checking it out this year? And, what do you think of the rule changes? Are any of these teams going to kind of try to bend those? I'm sure I know the answer. Uh, but but what is your take on the rule changes, and um, where are you in spring training as well? You know, I was just in Florida. I'm back in Queens now. Um, I, I went to a presentation, and I'll be held about the rule changes. And it was interesting because MLB doesn't usually hold really long presentations where you can ask as many questions as you want. And, and you know, you can tell they're trying to get some buy-in here. I think the rule changes are, are a necessary thing to try. I do think the, the product and the game, because of teams like the Astros, they're not alone in this, but, you know, post-Moneyball, we'll figure out, you know, what, what really is the most valuable in the sport. If the analytics rise in the sport, okay, home runs. So we got a lot of home run hitters. All right, what comes along with that? Strikeouts? So oh, we like guys to get on base, so that's a lot of walks. Well, what happens? You don't have any action anymore, or a lot less of it. You don't have guys diving for balls as much. The shift takes away hits that used to be hit. So I think baseball is smart to be trying to fix this. Uh, there are going to be complaints. There's going to be controversy. You know, does it work exactly as intended? We're going to find out. You know, there is still an experimental nature to this, even though MLB did a lot of testing in the minor leagues. Um, but overall, do I think it is worth them trying it? Yeah, I do. Guys, he is Evan Drellich. Go check him out and go get where books are sold everywhere. Just went on sale last week. Winning fixes everything all about the Houston Astros, whether you're an Astros backer, whether you're somebody that's just a baseball fan or a sports fan, this is a book. And if you're an Astros hater, uh, yeah, this is definitely a good book as well. Uh, the overall feel of this book is, is legendary because I think that the crime was legendary. So go check it out. Winning fixes everything. Evan, thank you for all your time today. Hey, thanks for having me. Have a good day. Guys, we'll be back right after this. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.